to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and the founder of Alzheimer's Speaks. For those of you who are new to us, I'm just going to take a, a short time here and just tell you a little bit about us. Bottom line, we're an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. And this started due to my own journey with my mother who had dementia for 30 years. Changed my life, changed my career, and was probably the biggest gift that I'll ever receive um, in my life was her disease because she taught me so many beautiful lessons. We're also known as a media outlet because of all the multi-platforms that we have. The blog, we do the radio show, we have the website. I do video interviews called Dementia Chats where I actually interview the true experts, those people who are living with the diagnosis. We believe at Alzheimer's Speaks that the only way that we are going to move things forward is to have these everyday conversations around the kitchen table or the living room and just share our knowledge with one another. That was one of my biggest frustrations in dealing with my mom's disease is how do I find out what's available to us to improve her quality of life and, and ours as a family. And so today you're going to learn some, some really cool stuff about a new app that's out and a company that's doing some amazing work. We also believe strongly that collaboration is the only way that we're going to win this battle. And again, I know that's working thanks to each and every one of you. You see your likes, your clicks, your shares with your Facebook friends, your Twitter tribe, your LinkedIn colleagues, your Pinterest peeps, and all the others out there um, have been amazing. You got us recognized by Dr. Oz and ShareCare as the number one influencer online for Alzheimer's, and we did not do that alone. That is all of us working together. Each of us have such a huge influence in this world and as we share information with others it makes it easier for those dealing with the disease to come forward and grab it when they need it and it's it's an honor to be in the role that I'm in. I also like to invite our audience to be part of the show because everyone's voice is important. No one category can fix this problem so if you are a person living with a diagnosis if you are caring for a loved one who has some dementia symptoms or is living with that diagnosis, maybe you're a business professional that has a service, a product, a tool, maybe you're a researcher. I remember the first time Harvard Research called to be on the show. I was shocked they even knew we existed. But again, it's because all of you in sharing knowledge that um, people want their voice to be heard. They, they have developed these things in order to, to help society. So before I introduce everyone, I just want to give a shout out to some of our partners that I am very fond of. The Alzheimer's Research and Prevention Foundation is really dear to my heart. I love the work that they're doing. They really take a holistic 
holistic approach, and they are dedicated to funding integrative medicine research and providing education. So if you haven't, if you haven't checked them out, go to alzheimersprevention.org. Another company that I think is, is really having some, um, some good headway when someone wanders is called the Call Alert Center. And the Call Alert Center not only protects people with dementia and those that are vulnerable, but your young children, your college students, people who travel, and even our pets. They basically help you find them for a very economical fee. It's under $15 a year. And they basically will help you do a social media blast and push this out in a phone system and work with the police. It's great to have set up ahead of time, just in case you might need it. And then Maria Shriver, of course, has the, the Women's Alzheimer's Movement, which is known as WAM. And she also puts together an event every year called Move for Minds, which will take place in June. I'll be finding more out about that early next month. That's a fabulous, fabulous program because 100% of her proceeds go towards research. And then I just want to mention two others. The Memory Cafe directory is a great resource if you want to engage um, with others, others who are, are dealing with dementia. It is for people with early to mid memory loss and their care partners. Dementia pulls people together, but it's not the main focus of the of the support. It's really a gathering of friends. And last is the American Senior Magazine. They are a fantastic addition. I love their magazine. They have great articles. They have some uh, interactive games that you can play and they have large print so I don't even have to wear my glasses to read which I, I appreciate as I'm getting older. So with that I really want to get to why we're here today. We are going to be talking about a, a new app that is going to help so many people across the board get a baseline of what is their brain doing and you know how can they move forward. So first I'm going to introduce Clarence Carlos, who saw a need for a wraparound type system to monitor the human brain performance. And what a great idea that is. This all came after he experienced firsthand a tragic death of a close friend's son that was caused by a traumatic brain injury. Like so many, it had gone undiagnosed and untreated. Clarence is responsible for developing the tactical direction of the new and also the existing um, business for RC21X. And he has extensive um, project management and business development expertise in the medical field, which was an ideal fit for this program. So welcome, Clarence. We're thrilled to have you here today. Thank you, Lori. It's a pleasure. Can't wait to dive into uh, what all RC21X is doing. Next, I want to introduce uh, Gus Farratt. Uh, many of you may recognize him. He was the seventh round pick of the Washington Redskins in 1994. He also played for the Detroit Lions, the Denver Broncos, Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, and St. Louis Rams, and then our own Minnesota Vikings. So it's exciting to have you on the show here today. How are you, Gus? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on today, Lori. Well, good. I know that you had a 15-year career with over uh, 21,000 passing yards and over 114 touchdown passes, which is just absolutely fantastic. And now you are the head of the business development for RC21X. Is that correct? 
That is correct. And it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a pleasure to be a part of this company. Well, good, good. We're looking forward to kind of diving into what you are doing, especially in the workplace to help with uh, accident reduction and, and getting workers comp uh, costs under control for companies, with this program as well. So great. Next, we've got uh, Dr. Paul Nasbaum, who is a board-certified psychologist with a specialization in neuropsychology, also in brain health and what he calls brain health lifestyle. He is the president of the Brain Health Center, which provides integrative and holistic approach to health and wellness. His brain uh, health lifestyle targets persons with emotional, cognitive, stress-induced illnesses, and they are treated using yoga, meditation, nutrition, movement, along with other traditional forms of clinical intervention. Dr. Nesbon is a renowned speaker, and he is presented all over the world on his brain health, um, including the United Nations, the National Press Club, and on CSPAN. So welcome, Dr. Nesbaum. Hey, Laurie. It's good to see you again. It's great to be um, on the program. Yeah, and now you are the Executive Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer of RC21X. So I, I am. It's great to be part of the team. Yeah, the energy in this group, I mean, they, they're, they're a little controlled right now, but let me tell you, when I get them on the phone, the excitement, and you, I'm sure that's going to come out in our conversation here. It's really, it's, it's quite fun to be involved with these guys. Last but not least is uh, Dean Dalton, and Dean was an NFL assistant coach for seven seasons with our own Minnesota Vikings. He's also served as an expert football analysis, and he's worked on the NFL Network Radio and the Big Ten Network TV prior to becoming involved with the RC21X team. Before joining the NFL, Dean owned and was a managing editor evaluating NFL players for what they called the War Room, which was an independent scouting service which was purchased by ESPN. He also serves as a chairman of the board for the Global Concussion Council, which brings together world-class experts from scientific research, medical, and sports communities to expand the discussion of this serious topic, which threatens to impact how, how sports and people participate in them. Dean is the Vice President of the Global Wellness Initiatives. So welcome, Dean. Well, thanks. And, and having been, you know, uh, uh, in team sports, uh, I, I was honored to, uh, to join the RC21X team. Uh, and as you have learned in, in all of your interactions and communications, uh, it's quite a, a dynamic team. And, and the one thing we all share is, is, uh, is both passion and compassion for uh, brain health initiatives and, and trying to find solutions and, and bringing together uh, the best minds for a collaborative effort towards solutions. Well, like I said, I'm really excited to have you guys on because um, for years I've actually wanted to somehow connect with the the NFL um, because I just think it's such an important factor and and there's such a huge presence and I truly believe that the NFL can have uh, just a huge impact in terms of how people live with this disease. It's not something that we can ignore anymore. I mean, it's hitting everybody in all, all different areas of life. And, um, 
And so I'm, I'm excited to get into this. And I'm going to start with Clarence because, um, Clarence, you, you really were the, the founder and the visionary for developing this tool and, and providing services to all ages. And so what led you truly to starting the company? Well, Lori, um, the unexpected death of a very close friend of mine and fraternity brother's son, Kyle Wilson, is what started me down his journey. Um, Kyle was a 16-year-old young kid in high school, went to Central Catholic High School in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and um, he went to go watch a football game with two other teams playing, and um, he was sitting in the stands with his teammates innocently, and he sneezed very hard, and um, he began to get sick, and he went into the restroom, and the police and EMS thought he was on drugs or alcohol, mm-hmm. and Kyle wasn't that type of kid, and his, and his teammates explained he's that's not what he, he's not like that. So they they eventually took him over to Forbes Regional Metro Hospital in Pittsburgh, and um, they began to check Kyle out and triage him. His parents showed up, so they got approval to do some imaging to check things out because they knew during the week he was a football player, mm-hmm. and they wanted to rule out if there was anything wrong, like any type of subdural hematomas or hemorrhaging of the brain, and um, they. Uh, inspected him, checked him out, triaged him, and there was nothing wrong. And they recommended the next day that they take Kyle to visit with his primary care physician. Well, the next day came after they took him home, and when Kyle tried to get out of the bed, he couldn't move. So they ended up mm-hmm. having rushing to UPMC Hospital in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, when they got Kyle there, they started to triage him again because he wasn't doing too well. And his, everybody was there around the bed with him. And he started to um, get sicker as the day went on, and they just couldn't find anything wrong with Kyle. Um, uh, within the next day and a half, Kyle began to uh, degrade, and he stroked, and um, he was brain dead. And uh. that's what drove me down this road with passion to make sure this never, ever has to happen to another family again. And, you know, as I went through this, and, and they did an autopsy, and they checked Kyle out, and they found out that, you know, it was as simple as a 10-minute procedure to put a stit in his neck and he would have been fine. Oh. It wasn't a problem in the, at the brain. It was a problem with blood and lack of flow of blood to the brain in his vertebral artery. So I said, wow, man, something so simple that we could have figured out we didn't, we, we didn't get it done. You know, nobody, nobody could have helped Kyle. So my, my goal was to, after seeing grown people cry and adults cry at that funeral, was, now this this is going to be a part of my life that you know after uh, I'm going to die doing it to make sure everybody has an opportunity to be able to establish their brain performance profile and um, teaming up with the University of Texas Arlington and Dr. George Kondraski and the Human Performance Institute and um, getting together with them we were able to do a wraparound type of tool it's like in a video game type of format that you at any given time or day throughout the course of your life. If your brain performance is changing, if it be from disease, injury, or illness, you could check your brain at any given time, and you could share that data with your loved ones or get it to your physician, or even if it's a teacher or somebody that cares about you throughout your life. Wow. What a... Oh, what a legacy, you know, you are, you're building for Cal and, and, you know, his life was, wasn't for not. I mean, you look at, at the change and the help that you're bringing to other people. That is, that is incredible. And it's sad that that had to happen, but um, what a gift to the rest of us that, that, that motivated you to go down this path. So I, I thank you for not 
letting it go and really just holding on and, and saying, you know, how can we make the world better? You know, how can we not have this happen? Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the platform and the programs and, and what you're hoping, you know, our um, RC21X will, will do for people? Well, our, our goal is, Lori, is to get this tool out into everybody's hands. Um, you know, anybody on the planet from five to six years of age to 106 years of age um, can play this game. You could use it in a clinical setting. Um, we're used in a clinical setting right now with um, a company like Novacare Select Medical, where they use it for stroke, TBI, or concussion and rehabilitation. Or you could you could use it in the comforts of your home on the, on your phone or your mobile device, and you're, you're able to um, at any given time throughout the course of a day, early in the morning, or if you're a kid going to school, or if you're somebody working at a corporation, getting your brain ready to start the day off with work. Now, we've, we've, we've taken this format um, from tested or clinically validated, and we webified them and put them on a cloud so that anybody in the world could come and get and download this app. Right now, we're being downloaded in over 140 countries. Um, people are using it. They really like it. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable, the downloads that we're getting. And um, you, you'll be able to look at yourself and like Dr. Kondraski says from the University of Texas, the Human Performance Institute is, you know, Clarence, this isn't just about one disease, injury, illness. It's about human performance and where you are at any given time. So it gives you that opportunity to always check on yourself. You know, you go to a doctor's office and the doctor never asks you, well, how's your brain doing today? Well, we're going to have data for that doctor, physician, clinician, to let, let him know how your brain is performing and over time and over trend data that we collect in your, your, your brain. Mm -hmm. Wow. 140 countries. Who would have thought, you know, yes. um, it, it's, it's amazing with social media, how fast things can spread. And, uh, and, and people get excited with stuff like this. I mean, they, 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 they want to share, you know, when they learn information and it's uh, that's absolutely fantastic. Now um, what kind of, of, progress are you making are you as far as you know goal wise are you kind of exceeding where you thought it would go or you know what's your what's your strategy to to get this out even even more um Lori, we we just we're we're still in, in in the infancy stages of our company even though we're being downloaded 140 countries um we're fundraising to grow the company um, we're doing different things in business development and, and we, we've got about three different verticals. So that's, that's where we, um, brought on great people like, um, Gus Farai, Dr. Nussbaum, Dean Dalton, you know, to the team that really know how the network can get this out there. Cause we haven't paid for any advertisement at all, but we're being downloaded in 140 countries. And, um, you know, when, when we named the tool, we named it after a humanitarian, which is Roberto Clemente. And we felt that would be a big part of marketing to really help the company out because everybody remember Roberto Clemente as a, as a star in the baseball field. And they, they always say, why'd you name him Roberto? We said, because, you know, Roberto died trying to save lives as a humanitarian when he was taking medication after a tragic accident in South America. So that's why, that's why we named it after Roberto. So everything we've done so far has been grassroots. Um, we're starting to pick up a lot of clients. Um, we worked hand-in-hand -hand with Dr. Nussbaum to establish data and performance data 
on retired NFL players. Now we monitor a little bit over close to 700 retired NFL players, and we got them coming in every day to get the quick results to see if they're possibly going to qualify within the concussion settlement. And Dr. Nussbaum has been excellent in that program and getting that really moving also. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, you know, how did you, how did you choose your team players? I know you were looking to, you know, expand the reach and stuff, but with, with so many, you know, so many names and brands out there, um, how did you land on each of these guys? Uh, Lori, I tell you what, it, it was like a gift. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, when you sit and look at this, I mean, Dr. Nussbaum and I, we go back over 30 years ago in high school when we used to compete against each other, each other in basketball in a basketball <laughs> court in our hometown here of Corpus, Pennsylvania. And, and he and I got back together after not seeing each other for years. It was like somebody sat him on our lap. And I always tell people, I said, you got to have – you really got to have faith, man, because he just kept sitting, you know, just like God kept sitting the right people in the right place at the right time when he brought Gus to the table. Gus and I met in his kitchen. You know, his wife told us, we got, we got, you got to meet Clarence, Gus, and Clarence, you got to meet Gus because of the things Gus was working on and caring about people. And uh, our sons both played at the same high school in Central Catholic in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, finally we met the next week, Gus was down in the office and, Man, is he, he, he knows a lot of people. He knows how to open up doors. And Dean Dalton, what a whirlwind of information and knowledge and all the people he's connected to. It's just like, you know, I always tell people, you know, it's, the good Lord put the right people with me at the right time to make this happen because all the people that came to the plate, including the University of Texas Arlington, Human Performance Institute, and, and our developers that just work right here in our office to develop software in China and everywhere else, We've all come together at the right time to put our skin in the game to try to help people around the world because we know we can make a difference. And everybody's passionate about it. It's not just me. It's everybody on the team. Oh, that's that's great. And it's fun when you have that, that yeah. type of connection because it really is rare. Um, yes. To have that kind of synergy going, um, so so kudos to you for for pulling this team together and accomplishing as much as you you have. Thank you, Lori, and, and, and you know it's it's programs like yours and people like you to do what you do is the same way we feel that we connect and synergize with people like you to get this message out there. So you know what we can get early intervention, pick up things early on so that people won't suffer throughout their entire lives. Maybe we can, someone may need to be medicated or, you know, someone may need to change their lifestyles like Dr. Nossbaum will talk to you about. But these are the things we have to do. We have to be able to pick up things early on as quick as possible to help people out. Yeah. And we can't do that without having a conversation, you know, without it's time to be able to give people hope and, and give them some control back in their life. Yes. And, um, and, and, yeah, to move forward. So wonderful. Um, Gus, I'm going to go to you next. You know, as a former athlete, I would imagine that you had a lot of prep time getting ready for those games and stuff. How does that relate to what you're doing now? Well, you know, I think about in the terms of, of performance and how important that was for us on the football field, not only the physical side, but the mental side of performance. Mm -hmm. um, and when I look at games today and I watch these teams, like when you see all these great comebacks, comebacks, right? So you see a team, they've been winning the game the whole time. And then all of a sudden they get real conservative and then they lose the game because they went into preventative measures. And so these athletes as athletes, we're taught to attack. 
to mm-hmm. go out and be physical and be aggressive. And, and then all of a sudden the coach changes your mindset and says, no, we got to lay back. We got to just hand the ball off or we're going to run a prevent defense. And so all of a sudden we change that emotion uh, and, and that feeling of how we play the game. And then the momentum swings. Right. And then we're on the wrong side of a momentum. And you, you've watched a lot of games, Lori. <laughs> that happens all the time. The mm-hmm. momentum shifts. And uh, that happened to the Vikings a few weeks ago. And um, that momentum shifts. And I relate that to how our life is, right? So we go through life and we need to maintain that way we're approaching life and be aggressive. And, and then all of a sudden that, that part of us, we, we, we just get complacent. And mm-hmm. then I see that in our, in our lives. And then we're not doing the same things. We're not doing the five pillars of brain health, like Dr. Nussbaum says, and we're not out there being aggressive in our lives and trying to do new things and, and re-educate ourselves and, and, and really work our brains. And so when I correlate those two things, and really it's about performance. If we can keep on track and keep that aggressive mentality, then we really have a better chance to live a longer life. And so for me, I've seen a lot of players um, go through good and bad in this game. And so really what Clarence has told you and what I want to be a part of is giving everybody something that we can stay aggressive in our life and understand our brains so that we can win the game in the end. Great. Great. Now you're involved with my brain 365 program. Can you tell us what that is and why it's important to people to, to start monitoring their, their brain performance? So my brain 365 is a program that is powered by our Roberto app. Um, It's our, our technology that you can download on any smartphone or tablet so that everyone across the world can use it. Uh, just like Clarence said, we've been downloading 140 countries, but we wanted to give a more of a, a program than just an app. We want to be uh, something a little bit more. So we want to bring in people like you uh, to be a part of our program. And so that with whether you come into our program, if you're a young adult or if you're an older person, uh, we have something for you. We've also partnered with the American Mental Wellness Association so that we can give you things that you can go and they're ancillary so that we understand um, how to help you. So everybody is different. And so our program is about you taking charge of your life and understanding your brain every day. And that's why um, having Dr. Nussbaum a part of this is so important for us. I can't tell you how many times we have to call him and ask him questions about how do you see this fitting in? and How does it work with these different groups? And his expertise and his knowledge um, it goes so far and it's helped, he's helped me so much since I've been a part of this company for a year and a half. And so this program is something that we can give to everyone. Um, it's hard to really, you know, you do, you deal in such a, 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 an area that is very powerful for people. So we deal in an area that because everyone has a brain, we need to touch all those areas. And so we wanted to build a program that we can really help everyone from the ages of five to 105. Well, that's great. And it, you know, it makes so much sense because I mean, we, we talk about heart health and, you know, we know what our blood pressure is and in all of those different things or our body mass, but we don't, we don't really talk about our brain, you know, and, and without it, we're nothing. <laughs> well, you think about it, Lori, there's been no easy way to understand your brain, right? And yeah. to really get a deep look into it, you would have to go see somebody like Dr. Nussbaum and, and go through those tests or go th- see a therapist or somebody like that. We wanted to, to create something, uh, a technology that is easy to use, that everybody understands it and can really 
get their baseline and understand and check those variances that happen in our lives because we're all different and everything affects us different. What you may take is if you take Tylenol and it works great for you, it might not work great for me. So all those things affect us. And so we wanted to give a, a great technology to people all over the world and let them understand their brains a little bit better. Yeah. Well, and, and the nice thing with this product, too, is it works not only, you know, for dementia related, but but anybody, period, it, to be able to monitor their brain, see if there's a difference. But there's a lot of other specialty, I guess, categories from um, ADD or autism, you know, that might be having some neurological issues, too, that it may um, help with as well, I would imagine. Well, not only from peak performers, if you want to be at your best, mm -hmm. you should understand where you are, but also people with illness or injury, or if you're stressed out, anything mm -hmm. can affect us. Uh, let me give you an example. We have a patient who has MS, um, and he uses our tool every day, and it's basically like a stoplight for him. So he, he takes his test. He sees his scores. If his scores are within his normal range, he knows he's going to have a great day, and he just keeps going on about his day without thinking about it. But if he notices his scores are down that day, then he he slows down. He's got to be a little more uh, succinct about what he's doing and think about all the things that are happening so that he doesn't make a mistake. And so it really lets him understand how his day is going to be. So anytime we can have those things to, to really let us go about our day the way we want it is very powerful. And, and he uses it every day. And that's just one example of the way we can affect people. Yeah. And I would imagine it helps in terms of people tracking and, and kind of putting the pieces together when they're having a bad day. So they didn't get much sleep or maybe they didn't eat well, you know, all of those little things too, that they might, it might be easier to connect the dots with. Correct. We want to use it as a preventative tool, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously if somebody has an illness or injury, we want to use it to understand where you are, but we would love to use it for everyone as a preventative tool to let you know where, where you are when you're really healthy. So that, mm -hmm. that if things do start to change, you know where you're where you're going, and you can make the right changes to get you back on track. Wonderful. Now, lastly, I just want to ask you: You're bringing this into the workplace. How how are employees and employers um, looking at that and in utilizing it? Well, it's a very easy statement. Safety starts and ends with the brain. Mm -hmm. Most mistakes that happen in the workplace are due to mental mistakes. And so uh, by using our game, we say, well, you can warm up your brain for the day, right? Just like you need to warm up your body and do physical work. Let's warm up your brain a little bit and let's really see where you are. So that if I am a worker and people put a lot of trust in me, then maybe I need to take it a little slower today if my scores aren't right, right? So we can break it down that it's a great thing for companies because we want to reduce accidents and injuries. And then it's a great thing for the individuals because a lot of people around you that are working with you trust you and so we know that a lot of accidents that happen can cause very serious injuries or even death and so we want to try and prevent those mental mistakes that happen by just letting you understand your brain a little bit better wonderful well, very exciting um dr nesbaum i want to go to you next <clears throat> um you have spent you know majority of your career in the in the field of Alzheimer's arena and dementia and what made you kind of pivot and and found your brain health um, center as a whole yeah Lori that was great by um, uh, Clarence and, and Gus kind of giving the overview of how it can be used 
So you're right. I'm, I'm going to be turning 55 here in a, in a couple of days. And um, the first time I met someone with Alzheimer's, I was 21. It was actually the first time I had a job. I was paid, uh, you know, a summertime wage for uh, caring for people with Alzheimer's in a, in a fairly progressive um, nursing facility here in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, and that kind of set me on my course. And so I've probably been in front of thousands of people with um, with Alzheimer's. And as you know, Lori, because you're an expert, there's 5.2 million Americans. There's uh, going to be at least 15 million by the middle of this century, well over 15 to 20, moving upwards to about 30 million caregivers who often don't get recognized um, and suffer at least a third of depression. And so it's, it's, it's a human condition issue, this neurodegenerative disorder, Alzheimer's. A lot of people don't know that there's um, there's like a hundred causes of dementia. Alzheimer's is certainly the number one cause. And for me, coming out of kind of the academic um, clinical ivory tower that I came out of, I, I, I grew tired of uh, a disease model, um, of a reactive model. Uh, we have the best healthcare system in the world, in my opinion, the best doctors and nurses and ancillary care providers, but we're very, very... Uh, much trained uh, in silos, which is to look at disease, to look at what's wrong. I really enjoyed your statement when you were describing your own personal journey. You used the word hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so for me, I made the pivot to say, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm, I'm, I got into the field of healthcare because I'm interested in health. I'm not a disease care person. I'm a healthcare provider. Um, and so I did. I had to make a very conscious pivot, uh, Lori, and it was do two things. One is it's very basic stuff. My, my mission in life is to teach every brain about the miracle that it is, and it sits right between our ears, and it's the single greatest, most magnificent miracle ever designed. Um, and we've learned recently that it can be shaped based upon what we do and what we think and who we're with. And so we can shape our brains for disease. We can shape our brains for violence. We see it every day on the news. Or we can shape our brains for health. I've chosen health. And I branded a lifestyle approach because lifestyle is still the most important thing we can do to promote health. It's not a pill. It's not a yogurt. It's not a handstand. It's not a gymnastic piece of equipment. It is lifestyle. Um, we are also the only animal on the planet who, through a given thought, can make, our, make ourselves miserable or happy from a thought. Think about that for a second. So this fits very, very well then with um, – my meeting again with Clarence and, and learning about the RC21X and, and the Roberto app um, because it's really about, number one, getting everybody to be conscious about this miracle that's just between their ears, monitoring its output, which is cognitive and motor performance, uh, and then doing things to help promote the health. Uh, we've used the word prevention I'm very much into health promotion. The only way we're going to get to health promotion, Lori, is that we got to make everybody conscious and informed of what sits between their ears, which is the foundation, the epicenter of their identity. Well, and I, I love that approach. Um, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I think it is about hope. I, I think it is about letting people be active and, and in control and doing the best we can. Again, we don't know what causes this disease. We don't, you know, there's so much we don't know. But there, there is information that we can utilize and we can leverage and, and just make sense. And the holistic approach um, you know, we have so much stress in the world right now. And even with the numbers that you mentioned, those are the people we know. And right. we know there's a lot of people that aren't diagnosed, you know. Right. So those numbers are, are way bigger 
um, than, than what we even think. Right. And, and this is a critical conversation. You know, when I go out and speak, <clears throat> I can have an audience of a thousand people and I can ask six questions to see if they've been touched by dementia. And after those six questions, there might be three people left standing who have never been touched by mm -hmm. some form of dementia. Mm -hmm. And people look around the room and they're shocked because even their friend, they didn't know because nobody talks about it. Right. And we've got to get this conversation out. Um, we, we have to be able to um, inspire people to, to get involved and, and take control. Um, now, you, you've developed five pillars to assist people. Can you tell people a little bit about your, your five-pillar approach? Sure. So this comes from research that's been done with um, rodents going back into the 50s and now more recently with humans. And this is what grandma taught us. It's not necessarily anything rocket science, but um, and they're not in any special order, but certainly physical activity is critically important to brain function and brain health because a lot of people don't know it, but every time your heart beats, 25% of the blood goes right to the brain, even though the brain only weighs three pounds. I mean, think about that. It demands 25% of all the oxygen and glucose and nutrition coming from that one heartbeat. So being mobile is very, very important. Uh, mental stimulation, learning new things has been found to be very, very important for uh, uh, the, ge the genesis of new brain cells, uh, particularly in the region called the hippocampus, which is very important for memory and new learning. Um, we know that spirituality, as I call it, is very important. You use the word stress, so reducing stress, we've learned now over time, chronic stress, Think about our unfortunate uh, veterans or people mm -hmm. victimized by trauma or domestic violence. The chronic stress that they're under uh, really does structural damage to that memory system in the brain. So learning how to rid ourselves of stress, we just don't do enough of that in this country. Nutrition so very, very important. There's a whole field now called nutritional neurosciences, uh, critically important to, uh, to the brain. The brain cells are insulated by fat called lipid. And uh, it's the fattest part of our system is the human brain. It's 60% fat. So learning the proper fats to eat can be very, very important. And then uh, finally, socialization is so critically important because if we isolate, we not only isolate our physical body, we isolate the brain. And the brain that isolates is a brain that's at increased risk for, uh, for dementia, Lori. So when you put a, a lifestyle approach uh, in place, a program in place for someone, and you tie that in with an understanding of the basics of the brain, and you empower that individual with, hey, I can shape my brain for health. I do have some control. You get into this understanding, which I'm desperate for this country to get to, which is we've got to be proactive. In, in, in my dream world, you know, Clarence and Gus and you, Lori, would be in front of the babies being born out there with the young mother and father and saying, look, this is what can happen for this brain, if we kind of launch this brain into a, a world on this pathway, and you have a tool like the, uh, the, the Roberto app that, that, that permits mobility, and people can lead this lifestyle uh, and can monitor their progress by getting immediate feedback, it's the only tool in the world right now that does that, Lori. That's get, what gets me excited about being part of this team. And as I tell Clarence, and he'll tell you this, and I tell Gus, it's not a clinical tool per se, and you don't want it to be a clinical tool. You want it to be a health-promoting tool that gets people engaged. Who in the world wakes up in the morning and says, I want to go see Dr. Nussbaum? <laughs> I want to go to Dr. Nussbaum's hospital. It's my birthday. Let's go have dinner at the hospital. 
Did you know admission into a hospital is a risk factor for depression? But I guarantee you people out there will say, you know what, maybe we want to go to the spa. Maybe we want to go over here to the, uh, the golf course or the country club or this kind of thing, someplace to the beach. Why do people want to do that? Because it's health-promoting. That's what this tool is, and it's engaging. And so i got to tell you, what you do, Lori, and what we're trying to do is when we educate, when we give people a path, and we say, here are the things that we know from research will shape your brain for health. We can't guarantee that you're not going to get a disease. But you know what? Even for those who have a disease, sometimes they're the most healthy people I, I come in contact with. And then we give them a tool like the RC21X and Roberto that gives them the data immediately back about how am I doing. Dr. Nussbaum told me to get involved in this lifestyle. I've, I've been trying it. I want to know how I'm doing now with regard to my memory and attention and spatial skill and language. This is the one tool out there for the consumer, like Clarence said, who can do it at work, at school, in the boardroom, in the corporation, on the beach, wherever my phone is, to give me data about how I'm doing. Um, that revolutionizes our culture and our society, and it takes it away from the medical model, and we need our medical professionals. I'm not saying we don't, but it's too reactive. We've got to empower the consumer. We've got to get them engaged. We've got to get them educated help them help themselves by shaping their brain for health promotion across their entire lifespan. And guess what? Age doesn't matter because your brain doesn't know how old it is, nor does it care. It just wants to be stimulated. Wonderful. Well, and I love getting the kids involved, you know, and, and they're so into the video games. It yep. should be a natural. They won't even know what it's for necessarily in the beginning, but then to be able to have that conversation and we're so, we're so driven by pressures and perfection. And I think the stress levels have gotten so high, which we all know is not good for this. Um, but, but that will show and, and, and make people go, wow, you know, right. this is a, the pressure of the day that I'm having this, this right. isn't good for me. Right. Um, and we really haven't had a tool like that. Um, to be able to use. And, and I love that, you know, people can do it themselves. It, like you said, it doesn't have to be a clinical thing. It can be utilized and, and leveraged and, and analyzed on a clinical level. Um, right. But it can buy any, every Tom, Dick, or Harry out on the street, too. Well um, said. Yeah, and, well said. And, and that's, to me, the difference between between progress and perfection and breaking down those silos. It gets us all working together um, for the betterment. And it, and then it gets that that natural excitement, which is the thing that gets the conversation going because people feel enabled. Yeah, it becomes and, personal, right? It becomes personal. Yeah, because I think a lot of times when we talk about disease, people feel disabled. Yeah. You know, and I mean, we even label it that way. And so now you are really enabling people to to care for themselves, to take a, to take steps forward in whatever size that is. If it's a big step or a baby step, it doesn't make any difference, but they can choose to make progress and, and you give them tools in, in terms of how to, how to move forward. So that is, that is like really, really exciting. Um, what about, you know, the care partners, you know, for people with dementia? I want to touch on them um, because they face a lot of challenges. We know that many times they will get ill or even pass away before the person they're caring for. So um, how do you see that this can help them? Well, you're so right. It's, it's interesting. Uh, 
In the past, I worked with a company called MetLife, and they had some long-term care insurance agents, and they were selling long-term care, Lord. And I said to them, you know, you guys sell your product, but the thing you don't understand is the people you're selling it to, the reason they're coming into your office is because they're caring for someone with, with dementia. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to stand up and tell you this, but they're afraid they're going to get kind of what mom or dad gets. It's a yeah. natural. Oh, no, it's okay. natural. And, and so you're right. What are we doing for them? Well, we went on to create, a, you know, a little program around the lifestyle. But these kind of conversations I have with Gus and, and Clarence all the time because that caregiver group is really at risk for all the things you talked about, the depression, the anxiety, and indeed they may be at risk for, for neurodegenerative disorder later in life. So by being proactive to inform them, we get them started on things that we know research tells us that can help shape their brain for health. Uh, we build up brain resilience for them that has been shown to, at a minimum, delay onset of disease that may be there. But we also help them emotionally by, by empowering them, uh, by getting them on a proactive course. And so that population, I think, is really, really ripe for utilizing this tool to get them engaged, get them conscious about this part of their, their being, their brain, Get them involved in a lifestyle that helps promote the shaping of that brain for health, building what's technically called brain resilience. Um, and, and number four, getting them involved so that they're generating data for themselves over time. Um, and, and they develop their own, Clarence called it their brain performance profile. It's a normative profile of where you are over time so that you see that when you engage in certain things, not only are you going to feel better about yourself and where you are, you're going to be on a health-promoting course, and you're going to have data to back up the trends for yourself in terms of what you're doing for yourself. So that caregiver population, which is at least three times the number of those suffering from Alzheimer's, is in desperate need. I see them all the time. I know your life's been dedicated to it, Lori. Uh, but here's a tool, very unique in that they can take it with them, that I think can be part of, part of the program, part of the solution for them. Uh, and it's one that we've talked about and one that we've had conversations about and with your help. The biggest thing for us is the more people we can get engaged and caring for themselves in very research-based, data-driven ways. I, I got to tell you, if we, if we become proactive in this country, I, I really believe we're going to reduce the incidence of Alzheimer's disease. I've been so upset by watching pharmaceutical companies uh, now remove themselves from the development of medications. Not their fault, but the issue. The real issue is this is a very complicated problem, and we are not coming up with the answers. And you know this, Lori, that we need to get. I'm going to give a talk next week in Florida on dementia, and I'm going to have to go over the same five FDA-approved medications I went over 15 years ago. And that's just the truth. It's nobody's fault. It's just very complicated. So what I'm trying to scream from the mountaintop is – Let's change our direction. Let's become proactive. A brain that's proactive in building up brain resilience may have a better shot at delaying the onset of any of these symptoms. You know, imagine a world where you don't see as much Alzheimer's disease, yet you don't have a cure. Mm -hmm. Okay, that can happen. But we got to do some of the things we're talking about right now. Yeah, agree. So let me ask you this: um, when when you go out and do your talks, are you are you letting people know about Roberto and and RC twenty one X? Absolutely, it's on my website. Every talk I give, I'm talking about it. I uh, I'm on the phone almost every day with Gus or or Clarence. Uh, we do uh, 
spots like this uh, in my books that I've written for the general public. It's, it's in there in some research papers that I've written. People ask me about brain fitness. It's always in there because I believe in it. And if I didn't believe in it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my name behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing again, that, that makes this such, I actually uh, co-founded a, a brain fitness product out there um, that competes with some of the big ones. But the issue with that is it's, it's brain training. It's not an independent monitor. Mm-hmm. And so the thing I get excited about with Roberto is this is the only independent monitor of what mm-hmm. your brain is actually doing over time. So I'm very, very active in uh, celebrating it and championing it. And any audience that I talk to, you better believe, yeah, they hear about it. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it fits with that mission of getting people informed and being proactive and doing the things they can do to build a healthier brain. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see, you know, I, I do a lot of speaking around the country as well. And, and I, you know, I want to include a slide on, on this um, to let people know, because I, I just think it is so empowering. The other thing that is really nice is that, you know, a lot of times people don't want to check because they don't want it in their medical records. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're starting to have problems, they, they don't want it affecting their insurance or whatever. And this way people can go ahead and monitor it themselves and, and maybe get things in line prior to um, going in for a full diagnosis. And not that I'm saying don't get a diagnosis because you definitely are going to want to go there. But but I know that there are people that that worry about that. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's like the, it's any other kind of... Um issue with human beings, the more we're informed, the less fearful we are. Mm-hmm. So in my, in my, I mean, I'm, I'm public in saying that everybody from about the age of 40 or 50 should get some kind of mental status examination as part of their uh, annual examination. We don't have that yet in this country. It's bizarre. We don't look at this single greatest, most magnificent miracle, like Clarence said, the way we do uh, you know, other parts of our body. But I think the more informed someone is, the, I've been in front of a lot of children. I know they get amped up when you tell them, this is who you are. This is what you can do to shape it for health. And the other side of that is, for example, with kids, obviously, but with all of us, this is what can do damage to it. Mm-hmm. So I have found that the more we educate, the fear goes down, the more empowered someone feels, and they begin to exert all their energy on trying to become better. Mm-hmm. You've got two, a Division One uh, athlete on – I'm the only non-athlete probably on the call today, Lori. Oh. Me too. <laughs> okay. These three, these three guys are, you know, that some of the top athletes, and they, they already have it within them to compete, uh, to excel at a very high level, both physically and mentally. And most of us non-athletes want to do the same thing. And we like to get feedback that what we're trying to do works. I always tease Clarence and, and the rest at RC21X. I guarantee it's normal human behavior. People have a scale in their house, you know, where you take your weight. They won't use it until they get on a diet. Mm-hmm. Now when they start to get on a diet, it's like my wife screams at me because I'm using it every day, and she, she screams at me, it's not a valid measure. You can't use, you can't check your weight 15 times a day, Paul. Well, I want the data back because now I'm trying to change my diet, right? So that's the way it works. So when people become informed, Using a, a tool like uh, the RC21X becomes very engaging. The Roberto app becomes very engaging. Um, and the, the biggest thing of that, and nobody's going to say it, but the biggest thing is what you're going to suddenly see is a culture that now is engaged in talking about the brain 
and talking about the functions of the brain. So everybody knows about it. It's not this foreign thing anymore. We don't, we're not fearful of it. We're going to lead a, lead a parade of doing things that gets everybody involved in doing the kinds of things that we need to do to shape it for health. And this includes the school, the boardroom, the corporation, uh, relationships, um, you know, the, the athletics, on and on and on. Anywhere there's a brain, that's the great thing about this tool. It's very heuristic. Um, uh, so that's just education helps to reduce and diffuse any kind of anxiety that occurs. Knowledge, uh, knowledge is confidence. And, yes, sir. And when we, re, you know, we fear when we don't know. Yes, sir. We fear the dark room. When we turn the light on, we feel better and more confident. And and Lori's show and and RC twenty one X the Roberto app, the MyBrain365, they're all tools to acquire that information, to gain the knowledge, to confidently go forward and make decisions. And, and as a parent, they're going to be able to take advantage of the tool. You know, uh, it's so simple. You know, the, 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 the kids come home from soccer practice and, and mom is making dinner and dad says, hey, you guys go play Roberto uh, before dinner. And now mom and dad can monitor, you know, their, their, their children, uh, just like as adults, we can self-monitor, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, in sports, you know, you know, Dr. Nussbaum, we talk about athletes and competitive nature. That's the cool part is at the end of Roberto in six minutes, you get a score, but it's just Paul against, you know, compared to Paul yesterday, right. You know, Clarence compared to Clarence yesterday, uh, Lori compared to Lori yesterday. And that's that uh, self-analysis, self, in football we call it self-scouting, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that self-evaluation, that tool gives us the confidence to make decisions, whether we're adjusting our lifestyle, all right? And that proactive approach that Gus and Clarence uh, uh, you know, put into uh, uh, their focus on this, is exactly what your five pillars are talking about is, is lifestyle, right? And, and that's the wellness part. We always talk about health, but wellness is the proactive health. That's living a good lifestyle. And, and that's what I love about this app. That's why when Gus said I had to meet Clarence, it was a, it, no pun intended, but it was a complete no-brainer. The minute we, we connected, the energy, the enthusiasm, the shared you know, passion for uh, uh, helping others, it was it was a, a great fit and uh, and and why is because it's, it's something we all believe in you know you with all your your lifetime in in, in academia and expertise in, in in brain health Lori with her commitment and and her expertise in brain health uh, and and understanding that this is all about communication mm-hmm. you know and 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 she has opened up an avenue with Alzheimer speaks to Bring on the Dr. Nussbaums, the Gus Frotts, the Clarence Carloses, uh, who can passionately share their message all right, with those that want to acquire the knowledge to gain the confidence to make good decisions. And, and that's why I joined the team, because I believe in, uh, in, in what Lori's doing with her tool uh, and her, her uh, uh, acquired expertise because of uh, her mom's blessing to her and, and what you've done with a lifetime of, of of research and academics and what Clarence has passionately done, taking his, his business acumen and applying it in, in this space. And then Gus with his lifetime as a, as a leader of competitive teams, uh, being able to take a tool 
and, and go out and, and approach folks and say, this will help your kids. It'll help you. It'll help your parents because everyone needs a tool to see where they are today so they can have a better tomorrow. Yeah, I like that philosophy. Um, I, I have a question I kind of want to pose to all of you because I know, you know, you get your individual readings, but is there, and I don't know if this would be a good or not, but um, in, in terms of, because I think people are competitive, you know, and you were talking, Dr. Nesmatum, about, uh, I think, you know, the kids before dinner could go play, or maybe it was Dean that said that, could go play, you know, Roberto and do a video game. Do you ever see, like, families teaming up and having scores and, and having conversations? Do you see a, a, a positive or a negative against that? And, Clarence, I'm going to throw it out to you first, okay? Yeah. You know, Lori, that's, that's really a good, great question. And uh, we've even put a program together called the Brain Health Challenge. And in, even in our office, um, even Roberto Committee Jr., who's not in the office all the time, but he's traveling a lot, we, we call each other up and we take we we play the game and we shoot our scores over to the other to the other person and say, How's your brain doing today? And they'll shoot their score back to us. This is how my brain's doing. And you know, we compete back and forth and it's in a fun and friendly type of manner. And and you know, most apps and, and definitely apps that really something and definitely in healthcare, when when you have the family that they do it together, it means more. So when you tie your family into it and the kids and the mother and the father, people tend to take it more serious and it means more to them. So the competitive side of this in the family is great. Mm -hmm. We wanted to drive that. And our brain health challenge, Gus, I can tell you a little bit about that. You know, we're, we're getting that into schools now. We have schools calling us. We had 250 kids sign up in a school in Pittsburgh the other day that want to compete in the Brain Health Challenge. We give out scholarships to kids that compete and take their tool all the time and play the game. And, you know, it's, it's really a good thing because these kids are now taking and getting aware that, hey, you know what, something that I really took for granted, you know, never really looked at my brain. I'm now challenging it today by doing these little exercises that are going to tell me something about how I'm performing. And, and that's important. So we want, we want these kids to get out there and get competitive and, and do it and, 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 and try to do well and keep their scores up. And if something's going on and something's not right, now they know that, hey, something's not right here. Let me go talk to my mother or father, you know, my first line of defense, and tell them that my scores are changing. So it's very, it's very important that they do do that. Yeah, I guess one of the things that I'd like to see incorporated in that, um, just because we have such an issue with bullying, you yes. know, and, and that's the, the downside, I think, that that um, society can be a little evil at yeah. times. And um, to almost stage up front that, you know what, any of us can have a problem with this, you know, and, and think of yourself of being a person who is having an issue. How would you want to be treated, you know, and it it could be uh, just out of the blue and a genetic thing. It could be something as simple as lack of sleep or really a stressful home life that's, that's causing these issues. Or maybe, or maybe you got in a car accident and had an injury. And, and, mm -hmm. you, you said something really important when you said bullying mm -hmm. and things affecting you outside of the classroom. We had a call yesterday from a, a local organization here 
that, that um, belongs in the SAP program for about eight different school districts. And, and the lady was called out. As a matter of fact, we went to college together to a, um, a school, local school district because um, a child was just having a problem and he just didn't want to pay attention in school and things were happening in this child's life and nobody could figure out what was going on. And, you know, so the the person involved in the SAP program goes to the school and starts to talk to this child and this child's so stressed out and she really spends time with him. You know, the, the problem was, is that their electric bill, their electricity was getting ready to get cut off on their family in the next two days. This lady was able to intervene and, and because of her going out and talking to that child. And that's where we look at our tool playing a role. It, you know, somebody's scores change because they can't focus or their cognitive functions off or their neuromotor skills are off. They, they, where we can get proactive as a community to help somebody out mm-hmm. by getting data up front to say, hey, this kid's not performing well today because this kid's stressed out because his electricity is getting ready to get cut off on his family. And this lady intervened and she got him involved in a CAP program, got the information from the family and, and resolved that. That kid was back to normal that wow. quick. So if we're able to put this kind of tools in the schools to be proactive, interactive, and things that change and stress that changes how our individual's brain performs, you know, that affects all of us throughout our lives, you know, this is perfect. This is what we're talking about. And when you brought that up, I just had a little story about uh, something just happened yesterday. Wow. that that's a, that's a great story. And it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful way to show the, the way we can help one another on, on multiple levels. Gus, you had a comment? Yeah, I just wanted to kind of go back and overall we really want to create like a family share plan. So Lori, this, if you think about what happened in your life and with your mom, so you're probably trying to take care of your mom. You're probably trying to help your kids as well. So what we want to do really, and you know, we are a startup and we're trying to create revenue and generate like Clarence said, and, and, but we really want to help people. So with our family share plan and what we want to do in the future is really give you a tool that you can understand your kids' performance but also your parents' performance because I'm sure you were your mom's caregiver and you went through all this with her. And so now we want to give you a tool that you actually see some objective data, all the stuff that Dr. Nussbaum talked about, so that you can create those conversations with your kids, with your parents, because we always talk about concerned parents. And our tool can reach so many ages. Now let's give those caregivers that power that because – they probably are taking care of their parents, but they also have to deal with their family as well. So we really want to empower them with a family share plan. And that's what we want to build in the future as part of the My Brain 365 program. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, um, I, I just, uh, Clarence's story uh, touched me because I, last night, uh, I, I'm passionate like uh, Dr. Nussbaum and Gus and Clarence and everywhere we go, uh, we engage people, whether it's the, you know, Uber or Lyft driver when you're getting a ride to the airport or, or just folks you engage with in a, in a day-to-day basis. And so we're all championing this, this, this wonderful tool. Uh, and last night, um, I was at a, the first of many <laughs> Super Bowl events that are going to be happening in Minnesota. Uh, I just got off a plane myself uh, from a business trip. Uh, I went to uh, a function 
and the vice president of a big national corporation. Uh, she's a, a super impressive uh, lady. And uh, I handed her a, a Roberto card and we chatted about brain health and whatnot. And she almost got, you know, emotional uh, about her mother. And her mother was Iraq in her whole life. And just in recent months, uh, she had to put her into, uh, you know, uh, been on the independent for her entire life. And she had to put her into some assisted living because her mother had absentmindedly wandered off. And it was, it was uh, sad and she loved it. And she uh, couldn't have taken my Roberto reminder card fast enough. Uh, she uh, engaged in it, and she contacted me at the end of the function to stay in touch. And 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 how could I uh, connect her with? So obviously, I told her about RC21X, My Brain 365, Roberto, and and so she's she's engaged. And that happened last night at this big black tie, fancy pants. Uh, situation it touches it touches everybody's life mm -hmm. and 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 I know uh, Laura you're you're a Minnesota Viking fan and Gus was a quarterback for the Vikings um, well when I got done coaching with the Vikings I, I stayed here in, in Minnesota to finish raising our family uh, I got involved in the media so I was doing television and radio and uh, a friend of mine uh, who was a bit of a mentor for me in media because uh, I, I didn't have any training. They just put me out there and <laughs> talk. But a friend of mine, uh, who you know, Lori, because he interviewed you years ago, uh, John Gross. And John, John, and I'm only sharing this because uh, he he uh, pounds his chest as a, as a champion of Roberto. John's a dear friend. He retired. And he went from such a fast-paced life as a, as a sports reporter, a sports anchor, a cameraman. He did it all over his, his long and, and, and storied career. Uh, and, and John uh, was struggling. And we met for coffee. And, and, and I said, you got to check this out. That was in August. And John told me that he did Roberto every morning, every day. And it got, it got him geared up because he was leaving the house, and leaving the doors open. His wife and he would be talking about uh, their kids. And then he'd ask the same questions at dinner about the story he just heard. And, and he realized that he wasn't stimulating himself like he had been for all of his career. And, and so he was becoming uh, you know, frustrated and challenged and, 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 and a little depressed. He loves Roberto. He swears by it. He, he told me emotionally that it, it literally impacted his life and changed his life. And so here, John goes from this tremendous career in, in sports uh, media to uh, frustration of shutting it down in his retirement to now using Roberto every day. And guess what? Our good friend and great storyteller, John, uh, went out and got involved in Toastmasters and he, he went on to uh, regional and national level speeches so here's a, here's a guy that was frustrated with his memory, and now he's out giving rote speeches and winning awards uh, for, for his skill sets there, and, and he says he does Roberto every morning. And that's only been the last six months. Yeah. And so I'm proud of John. He's a great friend. But I, I get a little bit choked up on that story because he does. Mm -hmm. and, and he shares it. And so I, I, I share that with you today, Lori, because he's a, he's, a, he's a friend of yours from – uh, some of your engagements when he was in the media interviewing you as as an expert 
and uh, and I share it with my RC21X teammates because it is a true testimonial, just like the gentleman with multiple sclerosis and 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 John here, uh, who just needed to uh, get those synapses firing and, and get himself going in the morning, and and uh, and and life has been better, and that's. That's what gets us excited is when, when you can impact the quality of someone's life and they have total control. Yeah. And, and John is actually the one who introduced me to Roberto and you guys. He's like, you have to know. I mean, he was so excited. He's like, you have to know about these guys. You have to interview them. This is fantastic. It's changed my life. I mean, he's, he, he will be out there waving the flag forever for you guys. I mean, he's, he's so excited about it so um you know we were hoping that john was going to be able to make it with us today but it didn't work out with schedules and um but i i'm i'm so thankful uh that he he told me about this because i can't wait to help spread the word you know this is life changing one of the things again that i i like is the ability for people to to be able to share this information and to really be able to figure out what's happening in their life. You know, the story you shared about the electric cutting, getting cut off, you know, again, those stress factors, we don't talk about how stress affects us. And this is going to have an impact on our conversations at large so that people can be their authentic self. So they can stop being ashamed of being stressed or, you know, trying to meet these standards. I I really do think it's going to help shift all of that because when we're looking at this hard data that's coming out of this and then being able to just have a gentle conversation saying, I'm not so different, but everybody thinks they're different, you know, and that we're not supposed to act like this, or we're not supposed to have these, these reactions. And, and we have to put a stop to that, because we're not going to be able to correct it and fix it and get on the right path if we don't. When I go out and speak, I I talk about uh, an equation that I use that I think all of us uh, you know, are the same. And that is our current attitudes plus our past experiences create our perceptions and our perceptions create our reactions. And when we don't like a reaction, we call it a behavior. When it doesn't fit into our little, our little thing and it's wrong and we begin to blame and shame. But if we take that reaction, like, like with your story of, about the child who is struggling and say, this isn't a behavior, this is this is this is a clue for me to be able to open up the door to figure out what's wrong that puts it in a whole different light you know and now we're helping one another instead of pushing somebody down we're giving them a hand and and that's that's pretty dang brilliant you know if if we can get this tool get people to understand the multiple levels that that it can help us as a society cuz we're pretty messed up as a society at large and if we can get people talking about what they're really feeling and dealing with and um and get them on a, a good healthy path for their mind their body and their soul um, you know, we can really turn this world around in, in a lot faster than we ever imagined by, by just having a conversation and, and actively participating. Now, Dean, I did have a couple of questions I wanted to run by you before we wrap up, and I know we're going a little long, so is everyone okay with sticking yeah. out just a little more? 
Sure. Dean, you know, as a coach, I know that you probably set a lot of goals and um, do a lot of preparations, just just like Gus was doing. Um, how do how do you see goal setting um, applied to the brain and 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 Roberto in the RC twenty one X programs? Well, um, that's it's a great question uh, because obviously in in uh, the coaching profession, you're 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 teaching. Uh, but you're also leading and you need to set the goals and set the bars and, and, and establish the, the, the end game. And, you know, on a week to week basis, it's to win the game and, and you achieve different tiers. Uh, one of the things that I love about this is um, my post coaching career, I was involved in some of these sports science technology companies. And I learned about those aspects of measuring performance and, and that's what Roberto and, and My Brain 365 do for the brain. We always measured how fast you were and how quick you were and how high you jumped. Um, but the, the computer that runs all of those athletic feats and those performance feats and human performance um, needed, needed to be you know, monitored. And if you can measure it, you can manage it. And so now there's a way to measure what your, your, the state of your brain health is today. And, and if you can measure that, then you can monitor it. And like, as we mentioned in, you know, in, in football and in sports, you, you have to do a self-analysis to improve. And that's what Roberto allows you to do. You can analyze your lifestyle. You can analyze your environment. You can analyze the stresses like we've heard in some stories. You can analyze uh, the preparation, getting good sleep and nutrition and hydration. And all of those things contribute to a, an improving neurocognitive performance and so in the high performance part that makes perfect sense but on a day-to-day -day level with everybody it, it should be how we live a, a better wellness uh, how we live with better uh, quality of life because we can manage it if we know what we're doing and that's where your forum is fantastic for communicating opportunities and communicating uh, a, a tool that can give you know everybody not not just uh, high performance athletes, but every single citizen to the young kid that was stressing about their family to a retiree who needed uh, to rejuvenate himself uh, to all of us. Uh, it gives us a tool that we can evaluate ourselves on a daily basis and manage our life and our lifestyle to have a better tomorrow. And that's ultimately <laughs> what it is. And if that solution oriented approach, Lori, is how you you know, been carrying the torch with Alzheimer's Speaks for so many years uh, at such a high level because uh, you're looking for uh, communication, you're looking for solutions, collaboration, but at the end of the day, a better quality of lifestyle for folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the things that it just came to me, and it, it's a, again, it's something else when I go out and I speak, I, I talk to people about the fears, the tears, and the joy, that those are the, really the only three things that I think that we remember in life. And, you know, the, the fears are projecting in the future and worrying about all the things that we can't control. The tears are for what we've, what we've lost. And, um, and the joy, the joy is right here in the moment. And it's the only place that we can identify joy. It's the only place we can create joy. And so I always ask people, and I would ask our audience today, what do you want in life? Do you want fear? Do you want tears? Or do you want joy? Because you're only going to find what you're looking for. And if you're going, you know, if you, 
if you want to live and worry about what might be, you're still not taking an active step in terms of controlling it. And if you want to worry about what you've lost and, and grieve that, which is, is normal, but you can also, you know, reframe our grief in terms of the things that we've lost. Many people never had in the first place and, and live in a, in a world of gratitude for having it to begin with. But most people say they want joy. And, you know, joy is created by having a peacefulness within. And I think being able to take this app and know that you're doing everything possible, you know, to monitor yourself and to help others in terms of spreading the word. I mean, to me, that's just a deep, passionate, like, woohoo, you know, that's a really cool place to be able to be. And, um, and so, again, I, I would really urge our audience to, to check out the Roberto app and, and take control of your life, you know, to live the best possible one that you can. And, um, and don't be ashamed to have a conversation. If, if scores are, are high or low or whatever they are, this isn't, this isn't a, a good or bad thing. This is just a smart living thing. Tap into to the professional resources that can, can truly help. You know, in, in wrapping up, I just want to ask, you know, how, because everyone's, everyone's probably going, well, they haven't told us, how do we get the thing? You know, where do we go? So Clarence, how do people get involved with this? Um, Lori, you can go to the Roberto app at www.roberto, R-O-B-E-R-T-O app.com. It's that easy. You can go on the site. You can watch the video. It'll give you a quick understanding in how simple it really is. It, you think it's complicated. This is very, very simple to get involved with. And you can download it. Uh, we give a 15-day free trial for people out there to see if it's something you like. And believe me, everybody loves it. We get great ratings on it. And uh, you'll see, like, wow, this is something I could do every day to check out how I'm feeling or do it two or three times a week or even give it to mom or my kids and see how everybody's doing and, and, and help everybody make a difference in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's our goal. Our goal is to empower the people to understand how their performance levels are and, and to make changes that you need to do to make your, your brain health wellness better mm-hmm. in your life. Can you, can you tell our audience the cost for it? And then also, do you have, like, family packs? <laughs> uh, we don't have a family plan right now. Um, after the 15-day trial, we, it's $2.99 a month. It comes, like, $35 for the whole entire year. You can play it as many times as you want to, and we recommend you play it as often as you possibly can. And, and share your data. And when you go in and visit with your physician, you know, it's something he can easily understand. You can pull your trend data in and show it to him, or you can even take a snapshot of the screen and send it to your doctor. Say, hey, doc, you, you got me in here. You never asked me how my brain's doing. Well, I'm going to let you know. Look mm-hmm. at my performance. Look at my trend data. How, what do you think about it? You know, and the doctor can really relate to you. So, mm-hmm. you've taken something that a physician's not going to ask you at, 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 unless there's a problem. You made it easy, and you can give it to them and show them how you're doing from from your brain performance capacity standpoint. But and I really like that because I think so many times doctors are like the rest of us; they don't know all the resources out there either. And so, if we can introduce that to them, 
you know, that's expanding their knowledge and hopefully they'll share it with, with the rest of their clientele as well. You know, I mean, there's, there's so much out there that it's just, it's really important to, to be able to share this. Now, one question that some people might have, is the data considered solid by the medical profession? Yeah, so be, uh, Clarence had mentioned we're sort of new, uh, you know, still really a startup. So we have some uh, prospective studies that are underway looking at specific populations. Uh, Clarence med- mentioned Novacare. He also mentioned... Um, the NFL. So we're able to speak a little bit more on solid ground with regard to how the medical field would look at, at data. But remember, the way it's set up statistically is that um, the sample size here is one. Mm-hmm. And we're comparing ourselves uh, to ourselves. And so because it's, um, we're, we're able to use it over time, we're generating more data. Uh, and the more data we have, no matter what you're measuring, the more accurate the outcome is going to be. That's one of the great things about this tool compared to, for example, when I see somebody every six months, I have to compare 0.1 to 0.2, and there's six months of time in between, and I don't really necessarily know what happened there. So, yeah, I've got, good, I've got some you know, decent data that I can compare to normative values, but I sure, as a clinician, as a scientist, would lock whole, like it a whole lot better if you brought me more data. Mm-hmm. Because the more data we have on on you, the better and more valid it is. We're going to be able to say this is what's going on with your memory, with your uh, spatial skill, with your executive function. And as Clarence mentioned, the way the tool was developed, it was based on all of the hundreds of years of neuropsychological development of the major cognitive domains. Um, so the internal statistics, the internal validation is very, very good. The uh, normative profiles are really based upon oneself against uh, oneself. So it's actually a very, very valid measure of where a person's cognitive and motor function is from point one to point two. Okay, great. And um, have you approached like the insurance companies? I mean, I think of, you know, a lot of them will, will pay for exercise programs or a portion of, and I look at 39... $35 a year is like nothing. Nothing, yeah. You know, for them to be able to um, assist people and then to expand that data collection. Can um, I take that one on? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to make sure that everybody understands. I'm speaking only right now for Dr. Nussbaum so I don't get Clarence and the rest of these guys in trouble. <laughs> but I think you know what's coming. I just want everybody out there, all the wellness programs in the corporate settings and all the big health insurance companies out there to know one thing. You forgot the brain. (laughs) You go to any health fair out there, you give me my bone density measure, you give me my sugar measure, you take my blood pressure. The single greatest, most magnificent miracle ever designed is the human brain, and we're not doing anything for it. And Clarence and I are laughing a little bit here because it's not a frustration a little bit. We have conversations, Lori, with the top executives at some of these health insurance plans and these corporations, and they're looking at us, and one literally looked at us and said, you're right. You're right. You don't do anything for the brain. And there's some interesting data, for example, corporations are losing hundreds of thousands of dollars a year because they're not communicating. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the time today, but you give me a female brain and you give me a male brain, and I will argue and show you that it's normal for those two brains not to communicate very well because we're different. 
But after we work together, we can communicate very well with one another. But that's all brain stuff. So those are two really, really important entities, the health insurance wellness programs, the corporate wellness programs, the Roberto app. Uh, Clarence's company here is more than eager to work with you, yes. to work with your employees, to help promote the health, the communication, the efficiency, the reduction in workers' compensation costs, the healthcare utilization costs can get reduced. But we got to get education to the employees about the miracle of their brain and how they can shape it. And we got to give them the tool, the Roberto app, so that they can measure it. And I guarantee you we'll take any outcome that's important to the health insurance payer or the health insurance provider or the CEO, and we'll show you positive outcomes. So give us a shot. Okay. Gus, you wanted to add something? Yeah, on the side of the industry that we talked about before, uh, people can go to mybrainisready.com to see our brain readiness program. So it's mybrainisready.com, and they can see our program, and that's powered by the Roberto app. And we want to make sure that all these people, whether it's industry or insurance or whoever, um, that everybody's brain is ready for the day. Because we all we all go through things. If you sit in traffic for an hour and a half, like I have to do when Clarence makes me drive the whole way from my home to Coriopolis, you know, to come to work, my brain isn't always ready. So I got to warm it up a little bit, and I'm stressed out because of traffic. So we're all we're all different. We all have to go through different things. So it's a good way to get your brain back in motion and get those synapses firing. Great. Now, with the the my brain is ready. Is can you get to that from the Roberto? Yes, that'll um, also be on robertoapp.com. Okay. So I just want to, you know, for industries and ensure they can go right to it and see that program. Okay. And they can also see um, the gentleman that we're partnered with is called Occupational Athletics. And we want to treat every day like it's, uh, you know, if you think about human maintenance, uh, you know, in, in the athletic field, you know, we have the best care. We have the best doctors, the best athletic trainers. If we get hurt while we're at work, they come running out in the field and they check us and they take care of us. Well, when we go in the regular workforce, that all stops. So we want to really treat employees like athletes and take that care right to them when they're at work. And we feel that really can help with reducing those worker comp costs. Wonderful. Um, in wrapping up, Dean, do you have anything, anything else you'd like to say to our audience? Well, as a coach and teacher and educator for my entire career, uh, I, I love the team uh, that is behind the passion that is RC21X, that is the Roberto app that powers these other more specific apps because it's uh, service-minded, it's solution-oriented, uh, and, and it's, it's about helping others improve their quality of life. And, and uh, at the end of the day, um, that's, that's why I joined the team because uh, they fit all of the mantras that I believed in as an educator and, and, and you, Lori, as a great communicator and utilizing the technologies available to you to get the word out and get the message out. That's communication is the first step to success in anything. And, and where people are involved, you know, we have to engage, interact, communicate, and that's where we can create the information that gives us some knowledge, that gives us some confidence where we can enjoy each day a little better than yesterday. Great. Thank you. Dr. Nesbaum, any last words? I was just thinking, um, you know, listening to Clarence at $36 a year, I'm thinking about the miracle in my, between my ears. I'm thinking about my own family. Uh, 
we've got some restaurants out there. If we go out, we're going to certainly spend more than $36. If we go to a movie, we're going to spend certainly that much if we get a little popcorn or what have you there. Um, I'm just going to make a, a, a genuine plea to everybody to give this thing a shot. Um, you know, at $36, if you don't like it, you don't renew it. But please, because I'm in the position where I see sort of sometimes what happens after a head injury, after a traumatic brain injury, with some of the diseases uh, that we've talked about here today. And um, if we can get the culture to move in a proactive way, this would be the best money you ever spent in your life. And give it a shot. So please, everybody, go to the websites we described. $35-$36 might be a lot for somebody, so I appreciate that and I respect that. But in terms of your own health, your identity, your ability to always access your life story and share with the others you love in your life circle, this is really the best money that you'll ever spend. Give it a try. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Gus, any, any last words? No, I have to agree with Dr. Nussbaum. You know, I don't know how many years ago it was invented, but somebody came out with a Fitbit and tracked how many took, <laughs> right? So nobody ever thought that would go anywhere. And Dr. Nussbaum, I have my Apple Watch on. Uh, so now you think about it's education. People had to learn how to use it and what it was used for. Now with programs like yours, Lori, that we can go out and educate people about how important it is to understand your brain and give them a tool that they can use every day, just like your watch or your Fitbit, and really improve their life. And that's really what we're about. We want to help people and we want to improve their lives. And the Roberto app is going to, that's absolutely, I think it's going to help them do that. Wonderful. Thank you. Clarence, how about you? Why don't you wrap us up? Hey, Lori, I want to thank you very much. And, and as everybody's saying all these great things, I think that it takes a team effort. Um, it's going to take everybody globally to, to get this out there to people to understand that everything starts with the brain. And I think that if people understand that, then we'll be able to make a difference in this world. Well, I appreciate you guys all coming and spending this much time with me today. I know our audience is really going to enjoy hearing this and, and they're going to be pumped up about this Roberto app and the My Brain program. It's fascinating. And it, what I love is it's inclusive for everyone. And it can really help us move the mark forward in our own lives and in society at large. And I think open the door to conversations that just haven't been comfortable before. You know, you guys have said repeatedly, you know, our our brain is our most important asset and, and we're not we're not taking care of it. We're not including it in our in our medical exams. I mean it's just it's asinine when you think about how we've treated our brain and, and our thoughts about it. And it's just time to change. You guys have made a model that is is fun and easy and accessible and affordable. And I, I don't think people can ask for much more than that. So again, thank you for, for all that you do. Really appreciate it. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick me up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform. <laughs>